moving the right mic. One second. Okay, there it is. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Uh, we are back finally with the first episode of Prodstrosities for uh, 2020. Super exciting. Uh, first off, I just want to say thank you, everybody, for uh, giving us some support last year with this podcast as it kind of spurred us to keep it going because it was such a fun time. I hope you enjoyed the uh, <laughs> the Witcher music as we're going to be talking about that today. I'll go ahead and start it off with uh, non-spoilers and then we'll move in from there into like spoiler territory. Uh, but first, I need to introduce my uh, my my podcast counterparts here. Just hey, hey, I'm introducing what? you. Calm down. <laughs> I can't calm down, all right? What's going on, everybody? You know me. Hello. Uh, one by one, just go on, say who you are, and uh, if you have a favorite Witcher character, let me know. Anyone Hi. could start. <laughs> Hi, I'm Carmichael, so... I'm a weirdo. Alright, I'll just say that out loud. Um, I don't have a favorite character. I've never actually actually watched The Witcher. Okay. So I'm here to, I'm you, here to have learn. Have you played any okay? of the games? Do you read the books? Anything? Car Yo, uh, lady, you won't be happy with this discussion. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I can get started. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> hey, but, but you know, you know me. I'm a, I'm your co-host, you know. So, yo, yeah, that's how we do it. Yeah? And you're Australian, apparently. Oh, yeah, Mike. <laughs> uh, Chum, go ahead. Hello, my name is Chum Blago. Uh, I have played all the Witcher games. Nice. My favorite character is Triss, and Jennifer is dog trash. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Back I up, Sam. Uh, <clears throat> hi, my name is Bagman, and uh, I played The Witcher 3, and I've watched the entire show, and uh, my favorite character is Yaska, or Dandelion, or oh, however nice. you say it in Russian. Oh, I also watched the series too, I should mention that. Yeah, someone, I, I posted like a gif of him, and having never played any of the games, I'm just now getting into the book, I was like, he, mm -hmm. they said like, oh, I love Dandelion, and I was like, who? <laughs> and then I figured out like that that was him or something, I was like... I that was not covered in this in the the show. I don't know. <laughs> I'm ignorant. Okay, I'm I'm searching up dandelion. Okay. Yeah. Dandelion butcher, um, whatever thingy. Yeah, like he's Jeskier, and then it translates to daffodil, and then that was turned into dandelion. Oh, that's even more interesting because I I didn't know where it came from. I just thought maybe yeah. he had like a nickname or something. And um, it, it made a lot of people angry. They're like, well, he's it? not Dandelion from the games. His name is Jaskier. She's like, well, actually, it's the same guy. The translation of the name. Anyway. Jeez. Well, so, um... I, we found out that uh, from the actual, like, you know, showrunners or whatever, that this is based off of the books, technically, mm -hmm. and not the uh, the games. So I know some people right. might have been kind of pissed about that. Yeah. Um, it's, it's in the books or covers parts of the books yeah which i found really interesting because i feel like as a whole like you know it, for mass culture or whatever most people probably played the games but they decided to go more with the books probably for content's sake since 
there's a shit ton of them and there's probably a ton of stuff going on in those but i don't actually i've never played any of the games i've seen just a little tiny bits of it but i like i said i i watched the whole show just trying to get into it because i know that's a great series um mm -hmm. and then i got the book for like really cheap so i was like oh, i'll try to read this too which it's actually pretty decent so far but the book is like after what the series is doing so the series almost felt like a prelude to that so that was kind of like a an interesting way for me to start it is i watched the series first then yeah, read the book um, essentially the 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 show is like uh what they're talking about or they've referenced in the games and the books is now being just shown on netflix as a series right yeah and i'm not sure I, th I want to say that there might be some sort of prequel book. I'm not 100% sure because I just started Witcher. with Witcher number one, whatever it was. I can't remember the name of it. Um, but As far as I... Okay. As far as I oh. know, each book is... There is an order, and I know the series is based off of, I think it's the Sword of Destiny book series. Okay. All right. If I'm... If I'm right. Are there, are there multiple series of it? God, like... There's um two short story there's three, no there's three short story books and then two entire novels. Okay, because I think right. I started like the the novel novels and there's like at Jeez. least three in those I think you can get like a whole set of three or something like that. And then I want to say I went to Barnes and Noble looking for it, which was sold out by the way, which is crazy. Um and. <laughs> it had only the prequel book and i was like huh i wonder if this if the show is actually based off of more of that kind of content as opposed to like the very number one first book because the number one first book that i started out the novel or whatever definitely is like events after all of that because they kind of reference back to him finding siri and whatever else um which by the way we're gonna start off the pod kind of uh, spoiler free just in case mm -hmm. anyone hasn't watched it and just kind of wants to get like an overview i don't think that part necessarily is a spoiler just because it's pretty obvious that he's yeah, gonna that's the crux. go and find her or whatever but uh just as a general note if there is anything like later on in the show that you want to discuss um we'll save it for maybe a couple more minutes but overall um how did you guys enjoy it? Just it being a standard, like, you know, Netflix show, even if you don't know anything about, like, The Witcher as a game or as a series or whatever. How did you just enjoy the show overall? Uh, I, I guess I'll I start. don't know. Okay. Um. <laughs> We're not asking you. <laughs> <laughs> so what am I doing there? I don't know. I enjoyed, I enjoyed the, the series, the Netflix series. I didn't like its pacing and uh, okay we'll cover like what what i mean by that when we get to like the spoiler section yeah but um i enjoyed it um as for a standalone i have a few friends who have never played the witcher and so they went with the, the netflix series and like oh okay i they had to look up like some of the in-universe jargon but for the right. most part they could kind of get it like child surprise and i'm like yeah, excuse me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's not a normal thing. It's a McDonald's order. <laughs> mm-hmm. What if I what if you yeah, did go yeah. through McDonald's and just were like, Yes, I'd like the law of surprise. Just give me whatever. <laughs> and they're like, Well, we just made some new fries, so <laughs> 
Like um, um I personally I thought the I thought the series was great. Pacing, I agree, was like a bit that was wacky. That that was a bit of a weird decision. But overall, especially for a Netflix series, I thought yeah. this was amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. It almost kind of felt like Netflix's version of like Game of Thrones that they're trying to start up or something. Like, oh, Game of Thrones is over, so come on over and see this like Witcher series that we're starting. And it kind of reminded me a lot of the first season of Game of Thrones where like you could kind of see that any of the special effects that they were doing wasn't like quite as budgeted as like maybe the last season of the Game of Thrones series. Mm -hmm. Um, You could kind of see that like they had the budget for it. Obviously they got really big stars and stuff. Um, But at the same time, some of it was a little rough (laughs) and you could kind of tell, but I, I can, I can kind of see how like their vision of it will definitely become better and better as they go along. Cause obviously it was like the number one streaming uh, show against the Mandalorian when they were both kind of going at the same time around that same period. Obviously it's a huge success. So I think they'll continue it. And as they get more and more funding for it, uh, start making some of those like CGI effects and things like that a lot better. Um, but even what I did see, I, I kind of have to keep reminding myself that this is more of like a series budget as opposed to something like a grand, like movie budget. Um, right. And what what I saw for like the TV series, I thought was like really well done for the most part. Obviously, there is some like strange things happening with like masks and, you know, like a little bit of like weird, like, OK, that totally doesn't look like it's going to be there in real life. But just the overall story I enjoyed, I was hella confused about kind of what you're saying with the pacing where it, it's it jumps around a lot. And I wasn't expecting that because, I mean, I'm just going into this completely blind. And they've got the three main characters, essentially. you got The Witcher, Yennefer, and Ciri's storylines. But the way that they're put together are not necessarily in sync with each other. Like, they're not all in one timeline. They're not going together. They're actually, like, different pieces of the past thrown together into, like, one episode. They're not in chronological order. Yeah, and in that part of it... I didn't actually pick up on until like the third or fourth episode, I think, because something happened. I don't remember what it was exactly, but something happened where I was like, oh, they're referencing like a thing that happened in like the past that we're seeing with like the other person and blah, blah, blah. So that part was a little jarring for me uh, just going in the first time. I watched it a second time with my boyfriend and I told him, like, from the get-go that they had the time shifts or whatever, and he was like, oh, like, I'm glad you told me that, because this is making a lot more sense. And on top of that, once I watched it through the second time, I'm picking up on very small conversations, and some of those conversations are actually talking about things happening in the other timeline, and I'm like, oh, like, they did try to give you hints toward it, but the way that it... The way that they try to drop you little, like, tidbits, little crumbs of, like, hints and stuff of, like, that's the past, this is the future kind of thing, I didn't quite pick up on the first time, and that's why I think I was so confused. But at the same time, I don't know if I was paying attention so great the first time, because I was, like, watching it with my sister, and we were just kind of, like, fucking around. But <laughs> but it was still, like, enjoyable. As much as I was very confused, I, I eventually had to, like, look things up. For like 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 episode synopses after I watched it, just to make sure that like I understood what was happening. But that was probably my only gripe was like I'm totally fine with time shifts and things like that. 
but I just didn't think that they conveyed it as clear as it could have been for people. And that's very who... much intentional. They absolutely wanted it to be a surprise. Yeah, I mean, I guess to a certain degree, like I said, there was like a lot of conversations and stuff that I realized that were like actually trying to hint at that, but I wasn't sure if that was their intent that like by the fourth episode you're supposed to be like, oh, they're not in the same timeline. And it's like, I, I don't know, like it just didn't, like that part of it felt very clunky if that was the case, you know? Um, yo, uh, Rebellion, mm-hmm. could you could you please make that uh, voice again? <laughs> yeah, that's. I gotta perfect. save that Just for the perfect. Star Wars discussion. <laughs> okay, so my question, my question to all of you, you, you've some of you played Witcher, some of you watching The Witcher. So, a person like me who's done nothing, um, how would you how would you describe Witcher to me? Um, good question. I per- personally, I the first thing I gotta say is for the first four episodes, if you don't know anything about The Witcher, you might get lost. First four episodes, I got a bit lost myself, but then like after episode four, the sh- the series really does a job of then saying like it's sort of like because all the story after episode four, all the story started slowly come together for you know the finale. And that's where it gets much better. But for someone who's never done anything with The Witcher before, um, doing a bit of research is good. Playing the games is good, I guess. But no, no, no. Um, I think you misunderstood my question. Or describe The Witcher like what the story is, not like how the Netflix series is. What the um, think of it as? uh, Hold on, that's. Grumpy old Superman has to, has to kill <laughs> monsters for money, and everyone thinks he's an asshole. Grumpy old man Got kills it. monsters for money, and destiny happens. Lots of destiny. Grumpy old man. I'm just noting this down, all right? I'm just noting mm-hmm. grumpy old man. What? That hunts monsters for money. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. And it's it's obviously it's like more leaning toward like fantasy, kind of like a, a Lord of the Rings as opposed to something else. Oh, okay. Okay. It's very much like if you put Lord of the Rings and then decided to put a lot more like spooky stuff in it. Yeah, a lot more like monster hunting, I guess. Like you're going to see a lot more in the way of like Just like Geralt is a monster hunter. Right. Like that's it's like monster hunter meets like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's uh, very interesting, dude. That's, yeah. That's a good way to go with it. Yeah, and then, like I said, there in the series specifically, I don't know about the games exactly, but there are three main characters. You've got, the obviously, the main Witcher. You've got his uh, semi-love interest, Yennefer, who's like a mage. Ugh. And you have Ciri, <laughs> that is his destined... Uh, child person i don't i don't really know how to exactly to describe that without spoilers but it's basically someone who he has to like take care of um and she's like okay. maybe 12 i think they said in this in the show um and she has some sort of magical something and they haven't really gone over a whole lot of that in the show so i can't even really spoil that but she's got some sort of magical prowess that has been passed down throughout her family's line so we are probably gonna see what what all she is but those are like maybe the main three i don't know there's also the bard uh like we were talking about before dandelion whoever he is he's kind of just like the funny sidekick guy (laughs) not really a main character but definitely like a comic relief 
fun character. Um, so yeah, I understand. I very well understand like the general idea of what's happening over there. Mm-hmm. I'd probably get like get into Netflix as soon as I have some money for it, mm-hmm. because I don't spend a lot of money on Netflix. So yeah, um... for sure. And sometimes they do release their series like in a like a DVD format for you know if you have like a i don't know how it is where you live but like you know here if you have any kind of like um dvd rental services sometimes they'll have them in those if you do want to like just rent them nah nah, you know you know what you know what i'll do i will just find it online watch it for free yes (laughs) or that (laughs) we don't condone illegal activity but if you need to go ahead (laughs) Piracy is okay if you don't get caught. Yeah, it, it there's certain things that I'm like, whatever to pirate, but yeah, usually I try to avoid. Yeah, but it this if is possible. this is not an illegal activity, is it? Like watching. <laughs> I know Ampu said that he thought thing. about um, streaming it here at some point, so maybe we can get him to do that. Oh really? Yeah, oh, that yeah. and the Mandalorian too, because apparently you know I like, would love to. All the rest of the world can't even access that right now, so. Um, before we continue, Rebellion, when he was speaking, when he was just on, like, when he was talking, you, Chum, and Batman, um, I didn't understand a lot at that point. So I opened up a dummy and I was, uh, butterscotch moose cake. Excuse me? You know butterscotch moose cake? No. You don't know butterscotch cake from Domino's? I don't no, know. I, I, don't, don't I don't think here. we have that. We have Domino's. We don't have that. What? That's, they have like lava cake, I think. Region specific. If, if you can watch the stream, guys, this is the um, butterscotch mousse cake. I, I don't know how to pronounce this. I forgot how to pronounce the mousse. I think it's called mousse. Maybe it's sure. a lava cake. Is it, is it a chocolate type of? No, no, no it's, it's, it's butterscotch. It's like butterscotch, like a... Kind of like caramel. It's a little no, I mean, like, was there chocolate in it? Because you, you got to find something that can overlap. Otherwise, that that reference is lost on all of us. Okay, well, it's butterscotch with a little bit of chocolate in it. Oh, okay. So there's chocolate. Maybe it's a lava cake. It's just got butterscotch. No, it's in it. not a lava cake for fuck's sake. <laughs> well, it sounds like it's not real. That's what I'm hearing. Sounds like he's making well, stuff you can, up. Well, this. you can check the stream for fuck's sake. All right, don't kill me. <laughs> sounds sounds not real. I don't know. I'm gonna go do a, eat my lava cake right now. <laughs> All right. Well, we will uh, we'll start up with the spoiler talk now. So, Carmichael, I don't know if you want to avoid this if you're still wanting to watch the show, but um, we're gonna yeah, talk about. Yeah, I don't really watch, so I'm okay with that. Okay, just making sure because we'll start talking about you know. <laughs> kind of important more important thing so if, if anyone here has not watched the show and still wants to uh go freaking watch it damn it it's a good show <laughs> I'll, I'll get back to the cake all right get back to the cake go shove your face full of cake uh all right so spoiler wise i guess we'll just we'll we'll kind of go through like you know anything that you guys could think of that you know like kind of what Chum said. Like, if anything actually bothered you, um, that it would be a little more spoilery. Feel free to open up about it. Um, give your full review now of the show with any spoilers included. Hold on a second. Yeah, go ahead. Um, 
so kind of like what we were saying with the the timeline jumping um uh, episode four the one that we were talking about that kind of finally like made it snap like oh this is a time shift thing is actually an episode where um you meet series parents not really realizing at first that that is series parents exactly but you you kind of like meet the grandmother and everyone else who was in that first scene with her um that was like the first moment and it kind of even that kind of caught me off guard because the problem with this show sometimes is that some of those characters only show up for like one episode or maybe a couple episodes and you kind of like if you don't already know who the fuck they are, then you kind of have to just, like, memorize, like, faces and maybe if you can catch their names. Um, so at first I didn't even realize that that was her grandmother until my sister said something and I was like, oh shit, that is her grandmother. And then I was like, wait a minute, so if we're, like, way back in time, because obviously that castle has fallen, blah blah blah, I was like, oh shit, like, <laughs> it really, it was like a light bulb moment. Um... But that was the only other thing, like, I, I was gonna say, like, episode four is really where it kind of kicks off that whole, like, okay, you're seeing up until he's going to meet her, like, what has happened up until that point. And I was kind of surprised to see, like, you know, up until the very last episode is when you finally get to the point where, like, you know, the castle is falling and stuff like that, he's going into the woods, yada yada, and that's where they're gonna meet. Because the whole time you're thinking... Okay, so you're gonna meet them in the woods. You're gonna find the girl in the woods. She's in the woods. He's gonna go in the woods at some point, you know, but it's like even further after that. I mean, we're talking like, I think, what, decades in between the storylines? Yeah. Oh, yeah, witchers don't age. Mm hmm. Which was another thing, like Nate was pointing out. He was like, okay, I can understand, like, Witcher's not aging, Mage is not aging, but, like, why is the grandmother not, like, more gray or something? Like, it's been, like, 20, 30 years or something like that. <laughs> Um, she has, uh, she has skills, Rebel. I mean, I guess. Skills. Apparently it's like a magical family, except whatever magicalness that the, the daughter and the, um, granddaughter possessed skipped over her, I think she said. So I don't know. I, again, I'm not really even sure, like, what she is or is going to become, but, um, yeah, that was, <laughs> that was the other thing that didn't quite make it obvious to me, because... None of the characters were really, like, aging. And some of those, they make sense. The Witcher and the Mage. But other ones, like, um... The, gra the grandparents, or even, um... Uh, the Bard. None of them really showed any signs of aging. They didn't have, like, facial hair, or grayness, or something. Uh, indicating that that was in, like, you know, in the future versus the past, whatever. Um... So, yeah, just... That's just my my general like con for this because everything else I really enjoyed. I just could not get over the very strange jumping around of like timelines and stuff. And Yennefer's timeline completely. I'm just like I who knows where she's been at. Oh, I understand worry. when no, she's no with cares. the Witcher, but <laughs> no <laughs> Jump, please explain Yen. your your hatred for Yennefer. <laughs> I need to know why you hate her so much. Okay, so um. Uh, my experience with The Witcher prior to the Netflix series was the games. Uh, and I, I started with three because I just happened. That was when it came out. And so I was like, had to go back and go through one, two, three um, again. And uh, I just like, I already can't stand unnecessarily bitchy characters. <laughs> um, and then 
Uh, have, having to see her like kind of her backstory it's just like i it, it feels like it was very much intended to be like you're supposed to feel sorry for her but now all i can think is i don't like you even more now like, <laughs> i actually dislike you more because of this instead of learning a lesson you triple down like i have no sympathy for you i don't like you also there's another <laughs> character that i do like and uh she didn't really do much in the Netflix series at all, but the games I really appreciate her company uh, is a uh, Triss, and then to have to compare Yennefer and Triss with my experience and everything, I'm just like, girl, you're an idiot. <laughs> you don't actually like Yennefer. She's the only girl that's just been kind of different. Yeah, and that was another thing. She, she I likes think the hunt of... and the chase, and she's kind of an asshole. I yeah. mean, they're both grumpy assholes, but that's a horribly unhealthy relationship. Right, that was exactly <laughs> what I was thinking, is like, you know, the whole time you know that they're going to end up being like the love interest or whatever, but like I was kind of just like, so that, that like they bang, and then they bang again, I'm like... So is it Debangin that you like? Like what? There's actually nothing really. I'm seeing personality wise. Like they have almost no reason to like each other. There's like exactly like I was kind of like I understand that this is kind of the way that it's supposed to be from like the story. Like there's supposed to be love interests or whatever. But I didn't see why. I I was just kind of like, you guys are just having some like hot sex. I don't really <laughs> see any kind of connection other than your genitals. <laughs> oh. Um, I also have a bias, an extra bias. Uh, I, I have dated Yennefer's in my lifetime, so I extra don't mm. like. <laughs> yeah, extra don't like anyone similar to any of that. I guess I'll, I'll so provide there, there, a, a bias there, a counterpoint, because again, I'm coming in fresh and I don't know anything about what happens later on in like the games or the books or whatever else. But um, I did find her character very interesting at the very least. Like, I definitely she is like. A bitch and a half, and she's not really, like, my kind of, like, type or style, but I really liked how they showed her going from this, like, awful childhood with the, the humpback and the messed up jaw and all this stuff to her actually becoming this very, like, powerful, necessary, like, uh, mage character that, like, is, like, you know, like, badass bitch, like, I don't need no man out near anybody kind of thing. Like, I... I really liked kind of seeing that. I liked her kind of plot line of trying to um, bring back like the things that, she, that had been stolen from her going through the mage process or whatever. And um, like I could kind of understand why she became the way that she was. Like she, yeah. you know, she obviously didn't come from like the greatest uh, yeah, she places. Was, she was sold off for less than the price of a cow. A, a pig. No pig, less, yeah. yeah. yeah how dare you kept... the animal wrong? Right, like exactly. Okay, she okay. kept being called piglet. Like it was like yeah. so in your face. Like you are just fucking scum, you know. And I was like, damn, like that would make me <laughs> like a bitch too, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I geez. totally get why she is the way she is for a while, and it's just like okay, but now now you're just being an asshole to completely irrelevant people that had nothing to do with the situation. Yeah. And it, mm. I, it, it kind of surprised me at the very end when they did, like, their whole battle against um, mm -hmm. Nilfgaard, and I was kind of like, I feel like the way that you've built this girl up, it doesn't really make sense for her to just be like, oh, I'm gonna go do the good thing right now. 
Because for the the whole series, you know, after she had the transformation, was all about her, like going to court where she wanted to, uh, going getting like her uterus back or whatever, like you know, her trying to become more powerful. Like all of that was all greed based. It was all how am I going to become more powerful? I wanted to, she wanted to take in the gin and become more powerful, that kind of thing. And then at the very end, she was like, ah, but I'm going to be a good person now. <laughs> I th I think it's just. It's weird. I'm in a weird place where it's like I understand her motivations. I don't understand her love hate relationship with Geralt at all. No. Like I just completely don't understand that whatsoever. It was um, almost like they were trying to spin it as like birds of a feather kind of thing. Like oh, so okay. no one understands us, and we're all like freaks and blah blah blah. So we should oh. be together, kind of thing. Which is like fine to a Someone certain degree, but I they kept saying, "Oh, you love her, don't you?" And I'm like, how? <laughs> when yeah, right what do you love exactly like you've known her for like a couple days and it's just like you're supposed to imply that they've had other encounters but the series only has like what eight, eight episodes, episodes or something eight freaking episodes and a lot of yeah. them just saying like oh yeah that that stuff happened but you didn't see it <laughs> hey remember that time we helped each other wow i can't believe we should bone i mean you, you helped save my friends <laughs> That I don't care about. Yeah, like and she kept saying how he, she kept bumping into him. I'm like, well, this is like maybe the third time in like 30, 20 years or whatever. That's not really that often. <laughs> but it, yeah, I guess you're just supposed to assume that they just. Does that really happen over there? What does that does that really happen in the series kind of thing? What where they just bump into each other over and over? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what they imply is that they keep yeah. like that their destiny is tied together in some certain way where they keep bumping up. Mm -hmm. But really, you only mm -hmm. see that maybe like a couple times, and it's like okay, because they really don't explain a lot of the in between stuff. It like I said, it's it's eight episodes of a lot of jumping around between like in a couple decades of worth of lifetime. So it's like. There's a shit ton of stuff that we probably miss that you just kind of have to infer. They did say that um, the second season is going to be coming out like relatively quickly, and I think they said that they're going to try to make it more linear. So I'm hoping mm -hmm. that they kind of show us more instead of telling us more, um, because that was probably my only thing. I know that it's it, the first season's almost like a setup episode where it's like, here are all the characters. Some of them you kind of get like their origins or whatever. Little tidbits here and there for for like the Witcher and Siri, not a whole lot, but um, just kind of setting up as like where they came from and who they are and why they're all destined to kind of be together. Um, but I'm hoping that the next series does do more showing than telling because that was it, it was just a lot of inference that I was like, I don't even know if I'm like inferring the right things because I don't know shit about this. <laughs> just kind of making it up Is as it, I go along. Okay, um, so like. Before, before, um, Bachman and Shambhalego said that, um, you know, you you need to play the game or something. So, do you think that it'd be better for the near viewers to actually, um, like for for the series to have a prequel? You know, for to understand the series. I'll let you guys answer that um, since I don't really have any prior experience. I, I'd say you don't. It's not needed, but it's helpful. <clears throat> exactly. If it's helpful, it's needed. <laughs> well, in a lot, like I said, I I'm saying, it I'm fresh. just, I'm just saying, I'm like, just saying on a very logical thing. If it, okay, okay. Do you do you think a light is uh, needed in the room? 
No, but it's helpful, right? Yeah, yeah. No. Right. Cool. Uh, okay. But there's also a certain, like, you have to... Uh, I think some of the charm was to learn as you go, though. Like, I don't know if you should completely take away your element of surprise just just to know things. You know what I mean? Because you are oh, learning no, like, new things. Yeah. Like, you, you are supposed you to be surprised by things. If you already know stuff, that's going to take away the surprise. But sure, it might be more helpful in piecing together the timeline or something like that. Yeah, for sure. Like, the only thing that will really confuse you is the terminology used and some of the more complicated terminology and stuff because because it is like it's it's a prequel story so it starts where it starts and ends where it starts wait no uh, i understand that the, the story itself after you figure out the time skipping thing story itself isn't too complicated to grasp it's more just figuring out like what the heck is a striga what's a kikimura what's a werewolf what, what's the difference who is what is each of the kingdoms? Why do we care about oh them? Oh god, so many kingdoms. Because there's like multiple so kings, multiple kingdoms, and you never know where you're at in any episode other than the obvious Sintra ones. <laughs> you is it something know... like Game of Thrones? Kinda. I, those I were like more than Game of Thrones. Yeah, it was almost like if Game of Thrones they had one king or queen like ruling over everyone. It's almost like if you had 20 more Game of Thrones areas. Like, there were multiple... Oh, that that's hard, dude. That's hard, because, to... like, But is it something like Game of Thrones, like, how, the, how they portray the relationships as well? Of, like, the kingdoms or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, like, don't, they all kind of just seem separate. You don't see much of the kingdoms. No, and you don't even you really don't, see much of the... You see... You see a whole lot of Sintra, because that's where, like, Siri comes from and stuff. Right. And you see um, Tamaria quite a bit, because, like, episode three is all based in Tamaria, and I think episode five is there. It's the I've never even heard that before. Like, I don't even know what Tamaria that is. Tamaria is the place <laughs> where the, um, the king who had sex with his sister lives. Okay. Because I what that the... guy, I finally learned his name, and I was like, okay. King but then, but then that's, that's one wait, episode. Wait, 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 wait a second. I need to understand something. So the king had intercourse with what with who his, his sister it's that is honest. like game of thrones <laughs> <laughs> who the f who 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 does that king Fultest. ancestral people i don't fucking I don't fucking incest bullshit but that's the thing too is that that's one episode like they may be in that kingdom for like the majority of the show for all i know but like they really only go over that king and his issues and whatever in like one episode and then you don't really Which go is... back except for uh tris i think was right his mage and she shows up later but other than that like you kind of hear them talk about them but like he fights the the striga or whatever, and then like that's like it. Like it, there's really not much else kinda... to be done with that that king in that area specifically. I I think the reason the kingdoms get really confusing is because there's that episode where all the mages are talking, and then the guy goes, "Oh yeah, so here's the northern kingdoms. We have Tamaria here, then we have this one, this one, this one. Like five of them start with the same letter. Yes, Sodden, uh, and then you got like Sintra, Sodden." Who fuck else? Sintra, I don't know. Spartan, Skellige, and then there's like something. And then Sintra there's two, there's like and then Siri. Came, I kept getting fucked up too because I'm like, that's basically like the same fucking word. Sintra, Siri, Stregobor, Striga. <laughs> like seriously. <laughs> I love the. I love this thing. I just love it. 
the names, especially the sorcerers' names, made me laugh quite a bit. You've got Mouse Sack, and I, then you've got Shregable. <laughs> Which, like, I just gave up on names at a certain point. I knew the four main characters, and I was like, that's it. I don't know anybody else. I'm just going off of faces at this point. Me and my friend watched the first episode together, and when we heard Stregobor, he didn't hear it properly, and he turns to me and did they just say stroking balls? <laughs> well, they like they have such thick accents for some of them too that I'm just like, wait, excuse me, what? <laughs> are they are they from Ireland? I I'm sure they're from like all over. I, I I heard some that were more like British. I heard some that were more like Scottish sounding. They were kind of just all over like oh European oh believe languages. me, the Scottish accent. The Scottish accent is hard to follow. Yeah, it's and so I, hard to follow. I personally just have a it's really hard time with though. accents. I don't know why. Like whenever I watch something like a Game of Thrones, like I have to turn it up quite a bit because sometimes I just can't quite piece out the words. But I think that's just like a personal problem with me because I'm like that with almost every accent, even American accents a lot sometimes. The, a lot of the accents are like your stereotypical, like um fantasy rpg accents it's like this guy's british or swedish it's one or the other yeah <laughs> british or swedish hmm. yeah right and i don't even know i'm like there's like a bajillion different kinds of just english like uk accents and i'm like oh, i don't know you believe oh, me god, believe yes. me god, there's god. a lot of us you have no Couldn't idea you have no you. idea how like weird indian indian sounds okay the indian english so you you, you see how the american and the british english is right so Indians have created their own in English, okay, based on both of the you know region. So it becomes so fucking difficult for me to understand what they're talking about. I'm like, let's just talk in our mother tongue. Is that okay? Yeah, right. <laughs> I can't even imagine because, like, at least in America, it's like we all speak the same like language or whatever. We just kind of have variations of accent, but yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. like we, like, we like are a Texas gigantic like country so i kind of can understand how the regions have different accents but then you got like smaller countries like the uk and they have like almost the same amount of like different kinds of accents and i'm like how does yeah, this happen <laughs> but it's and very interesting you, you see though. all of that in in the tv series as well like uh, game of thrones and shit and yeah most of the times i i don't understand it but it's like it's something nice that they add these subtitles to it I'm like, oh, this is true. Sense. Yeah, if, that's if, that's usually if, the way I like to do it is is put on subtitles. I know it's kind of annoying because I'm not like a anime sub kind of person. I I prefer to just be able to like listen to it. But every once in a while, I will turn on subtitles because I I really want to okay. be able to pay attention the, to what they're saying. The only reason I would ever put a sub sub thingy is because, um, the person is from you know, Northern Ireland, Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason these are the two accents i can never understand yeah, i understood and literally I, every single thing i feel like this show is not too bad like there are some variations but for the most part it wasn't like super hard to understand it was just the fact that they were like what bagman was saying using a lot of terminology and names that i couldn't parse out like who was who and what was what that was my only problem was that like not only do you have some, like, accents, you're trying to understand, like, what they're trying to say, and then also trying to put that together with what that is or who that is. Um, it was just a lot thrown at you at once. That was really the only problem. It wasn't necessarily the accent, just people trying to say a bunch of things, and I'm like, I have no idea, like, 
who you're talking about, what you're talking about, like, and especially since it's a very almost episodic um, series up until like maybe midway, where every episode is like different people having a different problem with a different monster. And so you're trying to figure out like, you know, who all they're talking about, whatever they're talking about, where they're at. And then by like halfway through the show, you're you're basically staying with the same people, so you kind of can like keep it together. But the very beginning of it is a lot of jumping around to different people with different like, you know, monsters that they have to have Geralt fight or whatever. Um so a lot of that is like I don't know if I'm supposed to remember these people. I don't know, like, you know, what's going on kind of thing. <laughs> and then the ones you think you can forget, you end up having to remember the most. Yeah, really. Because, like, certain people, like, um, like, Triss, for example, like, I had no idea, like, if I was supposed to remember her. And then she kind of pops up later. And I was like, I feel like maybe she's important. I don't know. Then she's, then she's like, getting burned. And I'm like, shit, is she going to die? Do I have to forget about her now? But apparently... I, I mean, according to this, the games, at least, it sounds like she's still alive and kicking and doing shit. But I don't know about this series, though. Like, I was surprised to even see her. And it took me forever to figure out, like, that the um, the Nilfgaard mage was the same girl from, like, Jennifer's class or whatever. And how she got shunted over there because... um. Yennefer took her spot or whatever. Like Yennefer's that whole relationship girl. was kind of like confusing for me for a little bit until I kind of figured that out by the end. It's also kind of weird that every um every area, every kingdom or whatever is supposed to get a mage, but like Nilfgaard's like the evil kingdom trying to take over all the other kingdoms, but they still get a mage though. Like it was kind of like funny to see how in the very beginning, like before all of the Nilfgaard like issues they were kind of, they were, like, in the fold as, like, you know, the kingdoms or whatever. Like, the list of kingdoms and everyone that gets a mage or whatever. But now they're, like, evil people. It's like, hmm, maybe we should not have given them a mage. Especially one who <laughs> basically turns evil. Um, but that was kind of interesting, too. Seeing that girl go from, you know, just naive, learning magic, doing whatever, to being, like, this super creepy, like evil sorceress lady for Nilfgaard or whatever. Yeah. I By feel like... Counts, but then... oh. No, go ahead. Stop, Agman. Uh, I was going to say, I feel like um, Fringilla and Yennefer have a good contradicting sort of arc throughout the whole show in the way that Yennefer sort of wants power, but doesn't get it the way she yeah. wants and stuff. But then Fringilla sort of didn't necessarily want power like Yennefer didn't come she from got the like city. shoved into it because that wasn't she even got supposed to be her court it. and then she got shunted over there somehow like Fringilla sort of like you see how like someone who maybe didn't want power or whatever what they they get corrupted by power and mm -hmm. in a way Yennefer like in the end she's kind of just like well F power I'm gonna go save everyone now right <laughs> right exactly because and that was an interesting conversation between them at the very end too where she was like we've got what you want so why don't you join us and I was sitting there thinking why doesn't she like that's exactly what she would want like despite it being like evil or whatever she was willing to do a lot of like semi-evil things like the taboo things to get her power back or to get her lady parts back or whatever and she was offering her a way to do that, and she was finally, I guess, I guess it was kind of like one of those things where, like, 
they they have a moment where they're like, oh, I, I must be a good person now instead of being like a little selfish, selfish bitch. But I didn't feel like that part was earned necessarily because the whole time I was just thinking in in the in the universe where she has been acting the way she has up until this point, she would have accepted that and gone with Nilfgaard and been like, yeah. Um, it's also interesting what? to think like what would have happened to her had she gone to Nilfgaard like she was supposed to. Would she have been the same way? Would she have had a change of heart like she is now kind of thing? So the whole mage thing, I think, was like actually one of the more interesting bits for me. Just seeing the different like kinds of mages and the different kingdoms and like how that whole thing kind of works. Because I usually, you know, when you think of like mages and stuff, like it's it was almost like. It was almost like a court. Every court has to have like a jester or something like that. It's like every court had to have a mage or whatever, and it was like a, an advisor. And I thought that was kind of like an interesting difference from like how you see mages in other games and shows and stuff like that. Usually they're just like kind of out doing like whatever magey stuff they want to do. Usually they're like evil or something like that. But like the fact that it's almost like a, like a, occupation. To just like have a mage in every court, and they have a very particular part to play. And obviously, Yennefer tried to play that part, realized it was boring as fuck, and then went and did exactly what I would expect: is go and be like a badass by herself. Um, that's kind of interesting. Took over a town. She takes. She took over like that town. That yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was kind of funny too. How she kind of like set up shop is like the. The local, like, it was almost like having, like, a psychic reader or something. Like, everyone just goes there to fix their problems or whatever. But, yeah, like, I was kind of, like, it is weird to think that these mages have all this power, but then they're just subject to their kingdoms and their kings and queens or whatever. They, they're they not, like, really allowed to be, like, free people. They have to actually, like, you know, follow whatever their ruler is telling them to do and advise them as best as they can. But, obviously... You know, she tried to do that. It didn't obviously work out because they all, like, died and shit. And it was just kind of like, well, fuck that. I'm going to go do my thing now. And it's like, you know, I'm surprised that we don't see that more often since when you have power like that, you know, you would expect to just, like, kind of, I guess, I don't know um, what Stregobor's, like, whole deal is because he's not, he doesn't seem like he's tied to, like, a court or anything but he also doesn't, like, run the place, I don't think. Like, he kind of just does his own thing, it seemed like, as well. It's it's against the rules for mages to be necessarily in power. And with the, with the way the whole, like... The, no one was inherently evil. Mm -hmm. But uh, the reason there was even attack at all was because of more or less a sweeping religion. Yeah, That's, well, and it kind of seemed it's like... It's a very encroaching, like, hey, this is, our, this is actually our religious belief. It's You can get this power, too. If right. you believe in a thing, we do. Right, um, exactly. And, and I, it kind of seemed it's... like, um, like, Stregobor kind of did his, like, own thing where he, like, he was actually kind of almost, like, shunned for doing, like, the taboo thing of, like, running around and, like, killing all of those um, infants who had been born during the eclipse. I had to go look up what that was about, too, because they said, oh, the children born between the blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what? And then I looked it up and it was like, it's an eclipse. And I was like, oh. Um, but, <laughs> but, um, like, it was kind of funny how they brought up that he kind of went off the rails to, like, go around and kill all these kids for, like, basically no reason. He said research, quote-unquote, but it re wasn't really. 
So only good prophecies rhyme. I guess that's kind of like I guess that was his role was maybe like doing like research and things like that. But like his his role was kind of fuzzy to me as well, where he was like a leader of that whole mage coven thing, but did wasn't like beholden to anybody. He kind of just did whatever he wanted to. Um. So the uni- the the Witcher universe, which is kind of like throughout the games, the books, and everything, like one universal constant they have, is that it doesn't. It is not a series that will tell you, hey, this is our new type of monster of the week. Yeah. It's, it is a universe of these things exist and you will just run into them. Mm-hmm. These, this is not mm-hmm. a like Ash Ketchum ch- goes through uh, a new new world, a new country. Yeah, like, which it kind of started off like feeling like that where um, yeah. they had like Renfrey. She was kind of the quote unquote monster in the first episode. Yeah. They had the... Um, uh, that's a, uh, the the goat guy, I think, life. in the second one, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, the third one was like oh. the Striga, that kind of thing. Like it, it kind of felt like it was like a monster of the week thing. But then later on, it starts shifting away from like monster hunting and more toward like the actual like plotline yeah. of what's going on. And then you kind of just run into different monsters and stuff like in the woods and in in the, the ground and stuff like that, which yeah. I thought was kind of cool. But I did like yeah. the the variety that they showed of different kinds of monsters and how he like was very knowledgeable. Oh, and the dragon episode. I forgot about that one too. That was another like very monster specific episode. The series doesn't tell you exactly what a witcher is just that they hunt monsters and everyone hates them. No. And I, I really, that was the one like origin story that I was really hoping to get. And we just got like a snapshot of it. We only got the snapshot of him like being a child, but then being like ditched. And that was it. And other than that, he just basically was like, kids get picked up by these peeps. They like three out of 10, I think he said, like get turned into a witcher and like, that's it. And it's like, well, why how what <laughs> like you're, you're we not saw gonna... one other witcher in the sh- in the show and you're like oh there's more but then it's like he like dies and it's like is that a big deal because Geralt seems kind of upset about it but like it, it doesn't sound like there's a lot of them there's a lot of there's... questions around them it's a it's a tired reference but the witcher series is in the same sense a a functioning world like dark souls is and that it's this is the world. Your character just lives in it now. Yeah. And the audience is not told, hey, this part of the world has just been developed. Welcome to New Land Land. It says, this place exists. You just stumbled onto it. And the early episodes of The Witcher are, this is what a Witcher does every day. Like, this is the daily life of a Witcher. And then it expands out to the grand scheme of things of, this is what the rest of the world is doing. Right, yeah, it's and it very much just kind of throws you into the deep end. There is not a whole lot of like, um, is <laughs> there's a funny part with um the bard where he was like, oh, now I'm just creating exposition, but it's like, yeah. no, really, like there's no exposition, so it's funny that they have to point out that he's creating exposition because <laughs> it was almost like they were making fun of themselves for not like really explaining a whole lot. But just having that one little tidbit of him like explaining something about the land or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it it's definitely one of those worlds that is a lot grander than I thought it was going to be. Just assuming like the Witcher is just like a monster hunter or whatever. Um, so I I'm I'm super excited to get into like more of the series and also the book, especially because I think the book is it's going to tell me a little more like future wise about what happens to these characters. But um, yeah, I just. 
It definitely leaves me wanting more. Um, Rebellion. <clears throat> Rebellion, you there? Yeah, sorry, I'm typing out a message, but go ahead. No worries. Uh, so, we have a bit of minutes. So, how about we do a Q&A from the audience? Yeah, if anyone has any questions, uh, feel free to throw them our way. We're currently in, like, spoiler territory, by the way, everyone who came in with the raid. So, if you have not seen the Witcher series and don't want to hear anything about it, go ahead and mute the tab or whatever. We obviously appreciate your view. <laughs> but uh, if you don't want to hear about it, mute the tab. What the frick was that laugh? <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> but yeah, if you have any questions you want to ask us, uh, we've got some people here who know a little bit more about The Witcher from like the games and whatnot, and I'm kind of like a newbie in it, so we'll try to answer them as much as we can, but we're mostly opinion-based here, obviously, trying to go over the series. Yeah, like, everyone's opinion matters. Every life matters. Every cow lives matter as well. So, stop eating beef. You know, just have some fun. Take a direction. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, what else? Uh, is there anything else that we have not discussed that anyone would like to discuss? Um, I'm trying to think. We kind of went over our sort of gripes with it. Um, I'm trying I don't to like think. Yennefer. <laughs> the fact that we don't like Yennefer, apparently. <laughs> um, did you guys think that the ending was appropriate? Like, were you satisfied with I it? Were you that. like, fuck this? I a lot of people have brought up to me that they did not like the ending. Uh, I liked it. It felt realistic. In the sense of like, and maybe it's just because it's another bias I sort of have. I've started to like develop into. I didn't mean to. Where uh, I'm hearing people be upset by endings and aren't just uh, aren't just blatantly. Uh, everyone did okay. We're all good after all. Like oh, any well, no, movie that I've... has an ending mm -hmm. that isn't like that is suddenly be called is suddenly called a bad movie. And it's like no, this world that they live in kind of sucks. Right. <laughs> Well, and, and, and obviously, uh, yeah. in eight episodes, you're not going to, I mean, you're not going to solve all the world's problems. Like, obviously, there's going to be more to their story than just, like, these eight episodes. This was a bonehead decision, and that was a bad idea. Um, and, and someone really, said in the chat, oh, sorry, go ahead, I, I really hated the ending. <laughs> like, is it because awful. it felt too deus ex machina? Or, felt, um, yeah, it's just I I don't like cliffhangers for the start. Oh, okay, that would do it. Cliff cliffhangers suck. That's that's one thing. Cliffhangers suck, but I guess in a series, I know cliffhangers are kind of needed to keep hype going. So yes. I can understand that. But I kind of yeah. just one of my weird my weirdest things at the ending um, is the fact that Geralt and Siri they're running through the woods, and you know, it's like you know what's gonna happen because they're both running through the same woods. But then it's like, why does she hug him? I I almost kind of felt like it was just like a at long last she's been searching for him for we're not really sure how long, but it's she's gone through a lot well, of like, shit trying been... to find him. I almost felt like it was yeah. just like a, I mean, plus keep in mind she is like twelve years old, eleven years old, so she is a kid, young yeah, girl. She's been... she's been out on her own, going through a lot of shit, looking for this goddamn oh. guy, and finally she just kind of, like, runs into him. I think it was just one of those things where it was like, 
fuck, finally. <laughs> like, it just, like, almost the, like a uh, happiness, like, that she finally like found never, him or something. She's never seen Geralt before No. This. Well, and she's been promised that, like, you know, like, he's gonna, like, help her and take care of her and stuff. I think she just took that to heart and was like, this is my, <laughs> for lack of a better word, Superman. <laughs> um, After I've seen so many men in these woods, I just hope this is the guy. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, um, and I, that was the thing. They don't show it in the story. They don't yeah, show go the ahead. story, but, like, she is shown who Geralt is, and Geralt is the last semblance of her original life that even exists at all. Yeah. So, with everything else, she's just clinging on to that. Like, Geralt could be a horrible monster, and she'd be fine with it, because it's the last bit of well, and she before knows before shit went wrong. Right, and she knows that she's promised to him, so whether he's, like, an asshole or not, like, I think she's just, like, this is where I'm meant to be, this is the guy I'm meant to be with. Not necessarily in, like, a thing romantic way, but, like, right you know. Now. Yeah, like, like that is basically her surrogate dad at that point. Like, there's no other family, no other friends. She is alone, other than this poor lady who kept trying to take her in, and I was like, would you fucking leave her alone? She doesn't want you. But, um... Exactly. <laughs> but, um, it was just... I don't know, I, I kind of, like... I liked it. There was also kind of like a, you know, kind of question in my mind, like, yeah, like, she doesn't know this this guy from Adam, like, he could be anybody, but I, I almost got the feeling that well, through, the through their, shared, their shared destiny that she just kind of knew, and especially since the very end line is like, who is Yennefer? She, she had like a mental connection to him or something like that, so I almost wonder if that was how she knew who that was, because I don't even know... If, she never met him before, and I don't even know if, like, anyone ever described to her what a witcher was. So I don't know if she could even, like, recognize him for that. I just, I kind of got the feeling... anyone what a witcher was. Right, like, I, I well, almost got the feeling everyone... that it was, like, a mental connection or something. It. Sorry, before you get too far away from it, because, like, I, I had to dig up some stuff for the thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Everyone in the universe knows what a witcher is. Like, they're, they're very, they're, they are a, gen they're genetic mutants. That are very good at hunting monsters. They all have cat eyes, and it's like, okay, so look for literally anyone who has white hair and cat eyes. That and was the thing only is like, like ten of them left, so it's that literally yeah. has to be Geralt. Like, there is literally no other way. It could be anyone other than him. That um, was the other question. Was like, like how how many people actually know like what that is? Because it seemed like a lot of them, for the most part, could point out that he was a witcher, but then like other people didn't really treat him in any special way which made me think that they, oh, no, they hate witchers know. they hate witchers i wasn't sure because they kept like referring to that but then like other times it seemed like some people didn't know like what he was i don't know i was just kind of and especially her being like 11 years old like how much does she actually know other than everyone else who has lived and has heard tales of witchers and things like that like it doesn't seem like she's very you know like up on all that stuff and she she was never as far as we could tell like no one described him as a witcher they just kept saying find Geralt of Rivia find Geralt of Rivia. like it was just you know it's like I I don't know I know everybody else probably knew but I just it was kind of a question of like does she actually know who that is or what he's supposed to look like it also is kind of interesting that um Again, she, kind of what Bagman was saying, like, you know, she, she doesn't know this guy and all of a sudden she's going to go up and, like, hug him or whatever. Especially after that scene where her uh, her mage guy, her mage friend, turned out to be a different guy who was, like, using his face or whatever. 
I would think at that point she would have some trust issues <laughs> with people she thought were someone, but actually trying to be somebody else with all this Nilfgaard business trying to catch her. I would think there'd be a little more skepticism, but at the same time, I kind of have to think there's some sort of mental destiny, whatever connection between them. Maybe that was the reason or just the fact that she's young and scared and just needed somebody and saw him and just got like the feeling that he was safe. I don't know. Again, the st the series is not spelling that out for you. That's a lot of inference from myself. <laughs> and I don't know if it's, again, like earned any of that, but that was kind of the vibe that I got from it, I guess. Hmm. So for me, all the things that I've heard today, I think I've learned a lot about the Butcher. That's good. It's definitely interesting. Does uh, it might... make you want to go watch? <laughs> I, it doesn't make me want to watch on Netflix. I don't want to pay for it. Well, yeah. So, I, so it would be worthwhile to pay for it, but you'd be willing to watch it if it if it was yeah, I'd be willing to, to watch if it was free. Now, yeah. would you ever like maybe read the books or play the games? Like, oh you're... yeah, like I would, I would play, I would play the game and read the books. I, I like reading books more than watching. Oh, well, that's interesting, yeah. I mean, and, you know, if you have, like, a local library or something, sometimes you can get that stuff for, like, free or whatever, but... But, yeah, like, I, like I said... Not in India, Oh, not, them. oh, sorry, not in sorry, India. sorry, sorry. And, and then they, you don't you don't get these kind of books, you know? The guy who wrote the books. You get the books, like, how to become an engineer, a doctor, um, <laughs> how, to, how to do something, like... Is there one to, that says how, how to, to become a witcher? <laughs> no, 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 there's not even... Okay. <laughs> if you if you ask someone up in India, unrelated to the you know the the game or the series The Witcher, what do you think what do you think The Witcher is? They're like, oh, some some kind of witchcraft going on. Yeah, no, it's, like, it definitely sounds mystical and whatnot, and like even, yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, because The Witcher, like that's not like a common word either. It's definitely like a, a exactly a, a term. As far as I know, like it, it's a term that's only been applied to this like franchise, um, and it. At first glance, you would assume that it was gonna be like a like a literal witch, like a mage type character, like a magical person. But um, yeah, definitely, it was definitely interesting to see, like you know, exactly what they were. That was the other yeah, thing. Yeah, because that's what witchcrafting is. Witchcrafting is basically you you take the magic out of the fucking pot and put it on something else, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. Like it, like yeah, like the mages would be more toward what I would assume, like, what a witcher was. But just from, like, yeah. my general knowledge from, like, the games and stuff, I knew it wasn't going to be exactly like that. Um, the other thing was that I, I also hope in the in the future series that they explain more of what he can actually do. Because there was a lot of, like, oh, suddenly his eyes are, like, pitch black or whatever. What does that mean? We don't know. And then he kind of went over how his eyes, like, they changed them to make them more, um, like, sharp be able to see stuff better probably in the dark that kind of thing uh but other than that like he seemed like he was strong he seemed like he had good sword skills but like there really wasn't an explanation sometimes he would do a little poo poo with his hands and it kind of blew people <laughs> away or whatever but it's like again like it wasn't very cut in stone what he could do so i want to see i want to see someone like explain like how they how they made the witchers what they what that means like what that what that makes them do that kind of thing because it was kind of vague and you just were kind of expected to just be like oh yeah he can just like fuck up everybody and that's his power or something like that 
Um, the mages were also kind of like interesting because it seemed like every one of them had their own specialty. Uh, Yennefer seemed like she was really good with like portals. Uh, Triss was good with like plants and things like that. Um, I'm glad Yennefer's gonna get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. <laughs> it, get that was out another my thing. Series. <laughs> that was another thing was like I, I kept wondering like they kept saying she was so powerful but then the only thing I'd really seen her do was like give a guy an erection do some portals uh <laughs> like that's it and then the very 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 end she did a shit ton of like fire magic which apparently is supposed to be taboo so that was also kind of like hmm but like can everyone can every mage do everything or is it just like you kind of have like a specialty and you can kind of dabble in other things? That was the other part that I kind of want explained to me a little bit better. Um, is like what can they actually do? You know what I mean? Which I don't know. If, again, the games and the books and stuff might get like shed some light on that. I don't know if they will explain it, but I kind of hope that they do. Because um, yeah, like it was just kind of like. Siri was a question mark because I think she had to be for, like, you know, the story to keep going, the plot, like, figuring out what the hell she is. I wasn't really upset with, like, not knowing her deal, but the other characters who we knew were magical, I would just like to know how and, like, what exactly they can do. Um, the other thing that people seemed to like about the series was uh, some of the fighting scenes. I don't know if you guys had any comments about that. Yeah, like the choreography and stuff. I, I've heard both things. Like, I, I personally thought it was pretty good. There have been, like, you know, certain series and things that I think they get really choppy when they're trying to do, like, fast uh, combat scenes like that. I, I liked how they tried to stick it to one-shot takes. I thought that was really impressive for the most part. Um, obviously some of the, like, CGI sort of fighting wasn't as impressive, but, like, I, I was kind of impressed with the sword play. I thought, <clears throat> I thought, um, the Striga was the most impressive CGI for me. It was the one that I didn't go, oh, that shouldn't be there. Like, the dragons looked a little bit off for me, and the thing at the start, the Kikimura, looked a bit off. But apart from that, it was good. Oh yeah, and someone brought up the potion that apparently makes his eyes black. Maybe I that was yeah, the thing because uh... I think didn't he in the first What's episode about... he might have changed his eyes to black or whatever in that way, but then later on he was hurt. He drank some like black potion stuff. He poured it on his wound, and but that didn't change him. So it's uh, like uh, each each like witchers have to keep a whole bunch of supplies for when they fight literally everything. Mm -hmm. So, uh, in response to, like, oh, I need to be stronger for this, or I need to hunt this in the dark, I have to craft these potions in advance and drink them when I need to. Um, so, yeah, they're, it's just they're, like, think of them as, like, the Batman utility belt. Yeah. The utility <laughs> belt sucked, but it's still, like, useful. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I like, mean... it's not like he has superpowers or anything. He has uh, his own, like... I mean, the, there's say, a reason like, why it's called the utility belt, you know? It yeah, has utilities. That that was not clear because like it's just it's implied and like it's I guess it's another thing a little the world bit. is hey we're not gonna tell you what this is you've got to put it together because this universe yeah. has to, we have to cram everything in in eight episodes. The only time that I saw him like actively being like oh I gotta use my tools was when he was like hurt he was like oh grab my bag and he's getting the potion out and whatever but other than that like they don't really show him really 
using potions and mixing stuff up and using stuff in his bag and blah blah blah. It's just a lot of swordplay. Swordplay and a little twinkly hands doing whatever he's doing. Like, I don't know. That that part of it's definitely not clear to me. Like, I didn't know that that was, like, a big part of The Witcher was that they use, like, different potions and stuff. I think that might have been a slight fail on their part trying to explain how he works like because like you said he he doesn't actually have superpowers and that's what i would have assumed from what i've seen so i don't think that the is Witcher kind of interesting is meant for people who don't play the games in hindsight or the books i you know i, I, want to ask I don't you, know that's that's kind I of realize, dumb like, if it isn't talk about this and the more and more it's like huh you know what i don't think this was meant to be for this is a series that was for people who were fans of the of the of the material in hindsight possibly i i mean that's the thing is They've already said that this series is not at all based on the games, so I don't know if playing the games would necessarily give you a good representation of how this series is going to go, but it's it's apparently according to the books. So maybe if you've read the books, then this would be like the series for you, but I really hope that they kind of keep in mind that there are people... I mean, like I said before, this was like the top streaming uh, series for a short while, and... Um, Obviously, that's coming from people like me who have never touched any of the Witcher stuff. So that, I think, would be an extreme disappointment if they don't think about their audience and think, like, there's obviously going to be people who have never touched this stuff before that we need to to buy in to this kind of stuff. Because there's there's a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> there's a whole lot of stuff for, for them to explain that we need to get. Um, and I, yeah, I... I got that feeling a little bit, but at the same time, after a second viewing, I felt like I got it a little bit better. There's just a lot of questions that I assumed were going to be answered later, and I hope that they are, because I would hate for them to rely on the fact that, oh, well, everyone who's watched this has seen the book, the, or read the book, so they must know all these things. <laughs> like, that is not going to be the case at all. Yeah, People like, like my um... dad, who never touched fantasy literature or anything, games... He's watching this show, and he's not gonna, he's not gonna do that. You know what I mean? I kind of, you know what? I kind of feel that the books that you read about the same thing, like if you if you read the witch Witcher book, the bitch is yeah, the Witcher book. <laughs> Fucking hell, I forgot this thing. Um, I think there's gonna be a huge loads of you know differences. Yeah, most likely. I mean, no, no one. Yeah, ever... so so I had the same thing with Harry Potter. Okay. Yeah. At that point, I was I was reading Harry Potter, and someone my brother told me that you know what, just come with us, watch the watch the first movie for Harry Potter, and I go like, um, okay, let's let's go, and I was so so disappointed because in, yeah. in the book that it portrayed that all the fucking spells were overpowered, and in the show it in 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 the movies it didn't it didn't seem that way. Yeah, there's been very few adaptations of like books in particular to movies, exactly, and shows and whatever. Be and else. because because the because the book was written before the movie, and that's what makes me want to feel like I just have so much anger towards it because of that. Yeah, and I mean, you know, books obviously can like carry so much more like in-depth information than what they can tell in like a two-hour long movie if the uh, if the sh you know the movie was like five hours long then maybe you'd get the entire book and all of its little minute details but they do have to cut out a lot of stuff and in this series the first season definitely felt like they were just taking the idea and the origin stories of all these characters and trying to cut it up as much as possible to give you the the highlights in eight episodes 
And it's, I personally felt like it could have gone on for another eight episodes just trying to tell me all these different things. Because I wanted to see all of the the interactions between the characters that had happened between those two decades or whatever. I wanted to see all of their adventures and stuff like that leading up to them all coming together. Like, I think it could have used a little bit longer. Um, But again, it's, it's kind of like... Like I said, like Game of Thrones sort of thing where they have books to go off of. They can't always include everything. They're going to change stuff to make it better for TV. But for the most part, it's just like balancing what you need to know and how to deliver it to you in a way that's going to make sense. I just hope that, you know, they can they can kind of like sample the books as much as they need to. I just hope that they actually like give us those little bits and pieces that we need. Um because, yeah, it, it, it is going to be very difficult, but at least this is a TV, a TV format, which I think makes it a lot easier because you got a little more time. You got a whole eight hours in this first season to cover what I'm assuming was all covered in, like, a book. So maybe they gave us more than, like, a movie would have, you know what I mean? So that's my only hope for it. <clears throat> I've I've um, done a bit of research on each episode, and... Quite a few of them are based off of multiple. Oh god, like multiple books, right. um, in one episode, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a few, the, a few of the episodes are based off the same book. Gotcha. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I know a few. Quite a few of them are based off of uh, Sword of Destiny and Edge of the World. I know the last two are based off the book Something More, and um, I can't remember the rest, but... Are those the yeah. short books or whatever? The short series? Yeah, like the short, gotcha. like... Because it all comes in, like... Which book have you got, by the way, Rebellion? Cause... I gotta look it up. It, it just said Witcher number one on, like, Amazon, so I was just like, yep, that's the, that's the first one. Uh, but it was definitely not the short story versions. Uh, Blood of Elves, The Witcher book one is what I have. Alright, yeah, so I think there's a way you can get Blood of Elves, but as like like an anthology of stories type of thing. Or at oh, least okay. I think the original Polish releases as an anthology. Okay, yeah, because I'm trying to figure out if there's like a... I feel like... It, there's got to be like a like a prequel book or something, and maybe that's like uh, the compilation of the short stories or something that you're talking about. Maybe I can I can pull up the um, list of each of the books in a chronological order. Yeah, that might be Cause helpful because I, I I think I I swear I, when I went to like um, Barnes and Noble trying to look for these books or whatever, I I swear I saw one that said like this is in particular a a prequel to all of that stuff but i couldn't tell you because thankfully amazon like actually lists out like okay this is witcher book two witcher book three but then there's like some random other ones season of storms doesn't have a number and sort of destiny doesn't have a number so who the frick knows oh and then there's one called the last witch introducing the witcher like i oh, have really? no idea but that that should be fun yeah right i i have I just don't know how these like order up. Like that's so confusing. <laughs> I've uh, I've I found the order here. It's also comic books. <laughs> oh, it's like two thirty. Actually, I need to head out, guys. I've got another uh, thing I need to do. 
Yeah, go ahead. No uh, worries. We can Fine. kind of wrap it up here. Uh, I think we've talked about it to death. Um, but thank you guys so much for yeah. popping in and discussing, especially y'all who have played the the games and whatnot, giving us a little more insight to that because that was the one thing I lacked was some of that uh, previous insight into the Witcher series. So thank you guys. Uh, I think we had a really good discussion. And I provided humor, okay? I provided you some did... sort of humor. You did provide humor. Plus, you were asking good questions for someone who hasn't, like, watched it or whatever. So, so yeah, thank you very much, everybody. Um, I'm glad to have you guys on the podcast. Hopefully, you guys are able to join us. I think next week we're going to try to talk about the latest Star Wars movie, so if you're interested. So, yeah. Okay, but- okay. I'm, uh, just let me know. Let me know because I need to watch it first, okay? Okay, okay. All right, okay. okay. <laughs> thank you, guys. Uh, I will talk to you all later. Goodbye, See everyone. Yep. Bye. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. Uh, <laughs> oh, hey, what's going on, Jay? Um, <clears throat> thank you so much, everybody who popped by, by the way. Um, I know it's kind of like, this is our first podcast of 2020. Uh, so we um, we wanted to hit off with a bang, talk about something big. The Witcher kind of won the discussion, so we decided to talk about that today. Uh, but we talk about a whole range of different topics uh, throughout the different podcasts that we do. So... Definitely make sure to pop by next time. Uh, We're going to try to talk about the latest Star Wars movie in the next podcast. It's going to be the same time, uh, Sundays. It's it's 11 a.m. for me and MST. I don't remember what all the other ones. 10 a.m. PST. Um, But if you're interested in joining us, I'm going to go ahead and link the Discord here. Uh... Feel free to join us. It is a streaming community, but we also just kind of play games together, do podcasts together, that kind of thing. Game nights, whatever. So if you're interested in joining us for the next podcast, or if you just want to like hang out with some cool people, check out that Discord. Uh, we'd love to have you. And uh, I will see you guys next week for another uh, another podcast. Usually I'm the one hosting, but everyone is allowed to host their own if they wish. You just got to let us know. So if you have an interesting topic... Feel free to chat with us in uh, the podcast channel, and uh, we could probably get something going. I'm gonna find somebody to raid real quick, uh, and thank you guys also for like the raids and everything else, and for stopping by and chatting for a little bit. Um, since it is a podcast format, it's kind of hard for us to like talk about ch- chat and also talk about the thing that we're talking about. But I appreciate you guys sticking through and kind of giving your two cents. Um, it's always appreciated. Let's see who is live. Let's go to uh, The Goose Abides. He is playing some Chrono Trigger, which I've heard good things about, so that'll be exciting. The Goose Abides. Here we go. Monstros hype. All right, we'll start that right up. Thank you guys again. I will see y'all next Sunday on this channel. Um, If you guys want to know me and my channel i think i have something there we go uh that is my personal channel so if you like the sound of my voice and want to hang out and do crazy stupid shit definitely hit up my link (laughs) uh we're gonna be doing some giveaways on uh monday because we reached 800 followers baby but anyway 